We'll keep moving here on Racing HQ. Well, on Sunday afternoon, it was Hong Kong International Race Day and the locals, the Hong Kong horses, cleaned up winning three of the four features and we're very lucky to have Senior Race Caller with the Hong Kong Jockey Club on the line, Mark McNamara. Good morning, Mark. Thanks for your time. You're welcome, Anthony. Morning to you and everybody. Great to speak with you. Congratulations on um, on your calling on, on Sunday, first and foremost, but thought we'd just catch up and, and get a bit of a, a debrief um, on the, the four feature races. The Vars was was won by Junko, the, the French horse. He came with reasonable form, was a Group 3 winner in France prior to winning the Vars. It was no real surprise. It was around, I think, 55 locally, which is 550 um, in our dollars. Um, how did Junko sort of line up heading into the race? Uh, was there much talk about that horse in particular? There was a little, um, and then with the way the races were being run early in the day, being on pace was a better place to be. And all of a sudden, he went from about 20s into that $5.50 quote that yeah, you well. mentioned and was expected to lead, and he missed the start. Um, but the tempo of the race was very much like a European race. They just walked down the back. There were three seconds outside standard time, and he just had to rattle off the fast sectional. The Hong Kong horses in that race were never going to be a factor. They were there um, simply because 2,400-metre races don't come around too often and they want to avoid Romantic Warrior. So that's mm. why they went that way. Um, it was pedestrian and he showed a great turn of foot, but it was very much like a European race that, that just made it perfect for Junko. Mm. It was only a small field, I did notice that. So that obviously played into his in his hands. The, the sprint, uh, Lucky Sway Ness, I guess... Um, a bit of uh, redemption for Lucky Swainess because he was badly held up in the same race last year as a as a, uh, a firm favourite, and that was when the Hong Kong public started to get behind their their horses. That was the first of the Group Ones for the for the locals. It was, and you're exactly right, Anthony. It was redemption for him when he had that horse stop in front of him in the sprint from 12 months ago when he went to the line in a pocket. The three big guns from Hong Kong all had question marks over them leading into the race. One was his form, Golden 60 was first up, Romantic Warrior was coming back from Australia. So there were three unknown factors around the big names of racing in Hong Kong. He hadn't been going as well. He managed to get the job done leading into the race, but was beaten at his first two runs back under the top weight. And he nearly had no luck again at the top of the straight when the door closed on him, when Victor the winner rolled in. But um, he's a horse that's been a very busy horse. He was in work right throughout... Last season, he raced on opening day. Uh, Manfred Mann's getting close to re- mandatory retirement age here. He's pretty much a year-by-year thing uh, with the Jockey Club now. So uh, he's trying to get as much out of Lucky Swain S whilst looking after the horse as much as possible as he can. So he's back in form, and he was a much more last-season-style Lucky Swain S than what we've seen from him from the first three runs back this time in. Now a four-time Group 1 winner. He's got a phenomenal record, uh, 15 wins from 21 starts overall. The, the mile, and I think this was, well, I'd probably say it had to be the highlight, didn't it? Uh, golden 60, uh, there was much talk about him starting from the outside gate. He was jumping from 14 of 14. It was going to have to be a um, a great ride from out there, and it was just incredible to see that horse. I mean, he landed three, what, three pairs back, three wide with cover, and to see the turn of foot and acceleration, I think that just blew us all away. I think you're right. Um, he's eight years old now. He came into the race having had just four trials, no races, 224 days between starts. And the horses at Chartin, Anthony, they 
meet their jockeys around in the back parade ring, and it's like an amphitheatre. It's it's got crowd right around it. They cheered him in the back parade ring before the race. He came onto the track. They cheered him onto the track, and then the noise when he joined in at the top of the straight. There was around sixty thousand people at Chartin on Sunday. It sounded like a hundred and sixty thousand just lifted the roof and. Um, He'll go to the Stewards' Cup now in January and then they'll target another Champions Mile in April and assess things. There was talk of retirement, but there's also been talk since the win that he's a happy horse and he loves his racing. We'll see what happens after the Champions Mile. It was the win of the day. He's he's lived and most interesting life golden 60 here because of COVID. He won the Derby with no one there. A lot of his feature wins were behind closed doors. Um this was the first time on international date where there were no restrictions. 12 months ago, we still had to wear masks in Hong Kong. The people came out, they came out to see him and the champ, he delivered and it was so good to see him do it. And that ride from Vincent Ho, the gasps from the barrier draw when he drew 14 were long forgotten when he just joined in at the top of the straight. For anyone that's missed it, I just want to play your call the last few hundred metres for anyone that missed the races on Sunday. He's Golden 60 winning the mile. 500 metres to go in the mile. Tribalist is the leader over Cairo. Den on the kid. California Spangle Voyage Bubble. Golden 60 called upon now. The great horse to the outside. And he went Wooshka. It is Golden 60 taking over. Chartin is electric. He's three on Beauty Eternal. Then came Namur. Next in then is Soul Rush. But it's Golden 60 for Hong Kong. Four on Voyage Bubble. That's not a whip. That's a wand. That Golden 60, the superstar has beaten Voyage Bubble and Namur. Then came Soul Rush, Beauty of Some of your best work Beauty as a fellow race caller, Mark. Uh, I can only imagine the pressure um, that you would be under heading into such a, a big race meeting like that. Was that line scripted? Did you give that much thought or did it just roll off the tongue? I wish I could say it rolled off the tongue, Anthony. I've had that line for a while, but I just needed to pick the right race to use it in. And I thought, well, if I'm ever going to use it, this is the one. Might have got a bit carried away in the straight, no, but that not was the all. way it, it went. Um, yeah, as I said, I wish I could say it was off the cuff, but to be brutally honest, I've had that one ready for a while. It just had to be the right race. And fortunately, Golden 60, I thought, well, here's my chance. It's getting a fly today. Yeah, well, you picked your moment very well. It'll go down in history. It was absolutely epic. And the Hong Kong Cup taken out by Romantic Warrior. This is some horse to win a Cox Plate and come back about eight weeks later and win a, a Hong Kong Cup. That's almost unheard of. What a horse. Absolutely, and still overshadowed, unfortunately, for him yes. by Golden 60 being in town. Yes. Um, he's just, any other time, he's Hong Kong's greatest horse, and he, he does get the accolades that he deserves, but maybe not as many as he deserves, because 40 minutes prior, the champs come out and, and lifted uh, Tin off its foundations. Then they've had to go again with Romantic Warrior. Tactically, this was a brilliant race between two super riders from the 600. James McDonald and Ryan Law at Luxembourg. Ryan tried to get James going at the turn. He did. Luxembourg looked gone at the top of the straight, but it was almost a, a more master stroke because he just was grinding away all the way down the straight. But he finds a way, this horse, and he's done it again. Denny Shum, as you said, trip to Australia. Things didn't go 100% right for him there. It was the feed issue. He was at Werribee. He was underdone. He pulled hard in the Turnbull, scraped home in the Cox Plate, came back to unfamiliar surroundings for him because 
upon arrival back in Hong Kong, he was stabled in the quarantine stables before he was allowed back in his regular barn. And he's just a gutsy, gutsy horse that finds a way to win. Mm-hmm. Hey, you mentioned through the pandemic, particularly with Golden 60, um, and you know, winning Group One races and, and no one being there, and I think it's fair to say Hong Kong was hit um, harder than a lot of countries in terms of lockdowns. And we know how big horse racing is in Hong Kong to the public, and to come through that and to have all these three horses winning on your biggest day of the year, International Day, and Romantic winner, Romantic Warrior winning a Cox Plate as well. You consider that it was sixty five thousand people there on Sunday. Record in terms of turnover, I think I'm right in saying 429 million Hong Kong dollars in turnover uh, on International Day. Hong Kong racing has really seen a resurgence, and is it fair to say it's never been stronger? Is that the feeling amongst the locals? I think so. Um, and to have, as you said, three stars, Lucky Swain is the world's highest rated sprinter. It's a shame Golden 60 hasn't travelled, and he's mm. going to get that forever now going forward part of that was due to covid um because the the restrictions were they were pretty severe you could move around but um they were pretty severe getting in and out of hong kong was the issue with him um he probably missed the boat to to travel and i can't imagine him traveling now as an eight-year-old romantic warrior has done what golden 60 hasn't done he's traveled and gone to australia and won one of the great races of the world the cox plate um they are three exceptionally good horses and, uh, and proven on the world stage thanks to Romantic Warrior. Mm, absolutely. Look, we'll better keep moving. We've uh, run out of time. Thanks so much for your time. Congratulations on terrific days calling on, on Sunday. Um, always love listening to your calls coming through from Hong Kong and look forward to catching up soon, Mark. Absolutely. Pleasure. Thanks, Anthony.